Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast. This show is brought to you by Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings at Walt Disney World. I'm Carrie Hayward, and each week I feature Disney wedding updates, money saving tips, and interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney couples. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with Stephanie and Sal Izell about their wedding at the Wedding Pavilion with a pre-reception at Italia Sola during the fireworks and a reception at American Adventure Rotunda. I thought you guys would be interested to hear how they chose these locations and how they planned everything and how it all turned out. So welcome, Stephanie and Sal. Hi, thank you for having us. Thank you for having us. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Well, I always like to start at the very beginning and find out how you guys decided that you wanted to have your wedding at Disney. Okay, I'll take this one because I'm a big Disney fanatic. So uh, since I was little, my parents would take me twice a year to Disney, at least twice a year. And we would go like all during like all the big holidays. So I knew I wanted our wedding to be around Christmas because I wanted to enjoy all the decorations and everything with it. But when I was little, I saw a bride when I was at a restaurant and was so excited. And I told my dad that I wanted to get married there one day and it was just, and I'm an only child. So he was like, Oh God, this is going to have to happen, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) So that's pretty much it for me. And then Sal got kind of dragged into Disney, but now I think he's a bigger Disney fan than I am, if yeah, I'm going to be I, honest. If I wanted the relationship to work for the two of us, I had to embrace the Disney lifestyle, and I did with open arms. Yeah, you had no choice. <laughs> so then how did your friends and family react when they found out where the wedding was going to be? They weren't very surprised at all. They all like knew. I feel like they all just like prepared for it, literally. It's so good Like when we started planning with Disney, they give you they give you a decent amount of time to get everybody well prepared for a Disney wedding. But nobody, nobody was surprised. Everybody was ready to come. That's great. How many guests did you invite and how many were able to make the trip? We probably invited 200 and 130 made the trip. Not what we were expecting at all. We, we honestly were not expecting more than 80. So I'm going to be honest. And my mom was not expecting more than 50. So it was pretty crazy, the turnout we got. Wow, that's fantastic. Did you set up a room block for your guests? We did, yes. We did Pop Century. All-Star Music and Port Orleans French Quarter. Yeah, so we did two moderates and one value because we knew that people weren't really going to stay in the deluxe. So we figured it would be better to do one on the Skyliner Port Orleans, because it's my parents' favorite hotel. Not that they stayed there, but it's like our family favorite hotel. And then we did a value just to kind of have a little less expensive hotel in there as well. That's great. Now, how did you guys choose the day of the week and time of day for your event? A lot of people call the week that we got married Jersey Week. We're from Jersey. We also have a lot of teachers that were in our wedding party and that were attending our wedding. And it's 
it's like teachers convention week in New Jersey. So all the teachers have off and all the kids have off. So we knew we wanted either Thursday, Friday or Saturday. And we got Thursday. I don't think we had much of a choice there, but we were okay with one of those three because we knew that the majority of our wedding party would be off. Sal has two kids. His sister has two kids. There were a lot of kids in attendance as well. We had like 10 to 15 kids that came. So we knew it would work for everybody. So that was the main reason we chose that date besides the Christmas aspect of it. Got it. And how did you choose time of day for your events? That we didn't really have much of a choice on either because of America. I heard that you could choose like the five o'clock or the 730, but they didn't even give us a choice of the five o'clock because we probably would have chose that because the reception went until 1.30 a.m. And with kids, it's, it's pretty late even though they, they stayed the whole entire time. That they did. (laughs) But Disney didn't really give us too much of a choice on that, but we were okay with it. We also wanted to have the pre-reception fireworks. Yeah. So that was also a determining factor for us as well. Yeah. Got it. Okay. And so you found that even though it went late, you didn't have a lot of guest dropout or anything as the evening went on? No, definitely not. Everybody pretty much stayed until the end. The buses were definitely full going home at 1.30 in the morning because they did have an earlier bus that left at midnight and then they weren't going to have another bus until 1.30. And I don't think there were that many people on that midnight bus. Definitely not. That's good to hear. I know a lot of people get concerned about how late the night can be when you use American Adventure Rotunda. So I'm glad to hear that it didn't account for any guest attrition really. No, everybody was having a great time. The DJ kept everybody up on the dance floor. The timeline went really well, so there weren't any issues. And everybody wanted to stay for Mickey Ice Cream Bars. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) That's the secret. Have Mickey Ice Cream Bars. (laughs) Yeah, that's the secret. (laughs) So then how did you guys choose the wedding pavilion for your ceremony and American Adventure Rotunda with Italia Sola for the pre-reception and reception? So Disney does not have a lot of indoor locations to have weddings. And I really wanted something inside because I didn't want to have to worry about having a backup location. So I I fell in love with the wedding pavilion just because it's so gorgeous inside and you can see the castle from that window. But it also helped because the weather, you never know what the weather is going to bring you in Florida. And I really wanted to have an indoor ceremony just to make sure that everything would go smoothly. We also needed a location that was large enough because if I'm going to be honest, I like the... Seabreeze Point. Yes, yes. I liked that location, but because of the amount of people that we had, we wouldn't have been able to have the wedding there. But the wedding pavilion is gorgeous. They decorated it beautifully. It fit all of our guests and it was inside, even though the weather was perfect. It, it, It was inside just in case. And then Italy, we chose it. Well, Sal's Italian. So that's one of the main reasons that we chose Italy. And so during COVID, we took these pictures on the bridge. And they were just the most beautiful pictures. And I said to him, I said, we we have to have the pre-reception here. And then the reception in America... I just think it's so cool to be in the park after hours and have a huge party in the park. Again, it was 
a large enough location that I wouldn't have to do a ton of floral because when you read, you know, you see how much money you spend on floral and I'm not really a big flowers person. Our other choice would have been like a ballroom. And I really didn't want to have to go all out with floral because we really wanted to spend money elsewhere. So when you go into American Rotunda, you really don't have to do much. It's gorgeous as a room alone mm. and the lighting that the DJ brought and the happily ever after on the floor just like made it perfect. Yeah. Just the way that the tables wrap around the pillars, it just creates yeah. this really open dance floor and it definitely didn't feel cluttered with the amount of people that we had. And we had 14 tables plus the sweetheart table, mm -hmm. the buffet and the photo booth and as the, well. Yeah. And it was just a very spacious, open feel to, to the venue itself. Yeah. That's fantastic. Did you guys use any outside vendors for the portions of your event that you were able to? Just Stephanie and Trinity for video and photography. And then Catherine Martell for the, day, for the, 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 the day of coordinating. Yeah. Other than that, everything else I think was through Disney. Got it. How did you choose your officiant? So we got married locally before we went down and we actually had Stephanie's best friend's father marry us. He's not ordained, but since we were already married prior to going down there, he just wrote like a, a, a really great speech to, to do and go through the motions and nothing official down there. Everything was officially completed before we got down there. Yeah. Got it. Okay. Can you talk about the entertainment that you added to the reception or to the ceremony? We had uh, DJ Steve Dunlap, who was amazing to work with. And he chatted with us a week before he went over like the do's and don'ts, what type of music we did want to hear and what type of vibe that we wanted. And we, we are, we are dancers on both sides of the family, her family, my family, and all of our friends are, are energetic and, I would definitely say we went for a more non-traditional approach to a reception. The only time people were seated were, were for, for food for the, the buffet. We didn't break for cake cutting. We didn't do a garter ceremony or anything like that. Once we finished the buffet, it was dancing the rest of the night. And DJ Steve Dunlap definitely took care of, of the energy and, and the feel of, of that. He definitely captured what we were looking for. Yeah, for sure. That's great. Do you have any menu items or cake flavors from the reception that you would recommend? Sal hates the one cake flavor that I picked, <laughs> but I, I, we had a three tier, tier cake and then we added on a sheet cake. So our, our head count originally was only at like a certain amount and then it jumped drastically and we didn't have enough cake. So we had to add on an additional sheet cake. So we did a dark chocolate cake and the gray stuff which was amazing. Yes, that was probably the favorite amongst the guests. We did a French toast cake with the churro filling, which was very good. Lavender with the... Grand Marinet filling and strawberries as well. So that's the cake that Sal was against, but the lavender cake doesn't... It, it literally tastes like vanilla cake. It doesn't even taste like lavender, and it tasted so good with the gray marinade and the fresh strawberries, I would vote that over all of them, if I'm going to be honest. And then we added on the 
Mickey ice cream bars, I think was probably the biggest hit we had at our wedding. I think everybody, every single person there had one. We also had the cake ball machine, which was also extremely popular as well, uh, specifically with the kids who had several of each flavor. But <laughs> I definitely say the guests were between the Mickey ice cream bars and the cake ball machine. Yeah, for sure. Food wise, I would say we had the better food at our cocktail hour. So the pre-reception, we had the cheeseburger spring rolls, which Everybody kept saying that they had to keep refilling it because they were just going so quickly. We had the mac and cheese bar. Yes. And we did the barbecue mac and cheese and the buffalo mac and cheese and like the martini glasses. That was something that we added on and it was definitely worth it. We did the tomato mozzarella, which is always a big hit. We also did the avocado. Yeah, the brie avocado. No, no, we did a brie, brie cheese quesadilla, which most people would think would taste terrible, but it's actually amazing. And what's the avocado thing? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I can't remember what the avocado thing was. I know it had crab in it. It was crab yeah. and avocado on like a little. Like a tostini, like, yeah. a, like a slice of bread. And what's interesting about that is my mom is not a crab fan and she could not stop eating it and didn't believe anyone when they were telling her that, that it had crab on it. Mm-hmm. So she's she's second guessing her flavor profile now, and she's curious if she's gonna like crab or if it was just so good that she enjoyed that crab. Yeah, we also had the soup from Canada. Every time I go down to Disney, I have to have the soup from Canada because we usually go down during some type of festival. So I always get that soup and we had to have it mm-hmm. at the wedding. So that was added on. And then the um, Brown Derby Cobb salad was a super big hit. That's another thing that's very, it's a very big hit in my family. That was one of the main points that we were looking for was like good food, good partying. Yeah. And at the end of the day, people always remember the food, the music and, you know, fireworks is definitely a, a fantastic staple to any type of event, let alone kicking off your event with a fireworks show. Mm-hmm. And did you guys add any other events around the day, like a welcome party? We did a dessert party the day prior. We had about 50 people. We did Fantasmic, which was so cool. We did have the smaller area. It was just basically the wedding party we weren't going to do like a huge welcome party because we had so many people and we it wouldn't have been able to fit in our budget. But we did just the wedding party and then immediate family for the dessert party. And we had zebra domes, of course. Had to have zebra domes. The toffee cake with the vanilla bean ice cream was to die for. I know everybody like ranted and raved about that. And then one thing that we had when we went to our tasting back in June were the Mickey Whoopie Pies. Oh my God, that's probably the best dessert I've ever had. And it was something that we didn't think that we were going to enjoy. And we just kind of grabbed at the tasting as a joke and found it to be amazing. Yeah, the best dessert ever. (laughs) Did you guys add a ride mix in to that event? We did not add a ride mix in. We were already going to the parks, so we didn't want to, we weren't interested in adding in a ride mix in. Like I said, the main points for us was going to be music, food, 
and just like party atmosphere. We had a lot of people, so we kind of had to pick and choose where we were spending our money. Got it. Can you give my listeners a timeline of how the wedding day ran? We woke up at like six o'clock, of course, because, you know, we were ready to go. We stayed in the contemporary, so we wanted to be on the monorail loop in order to get over to the grand. And then hair and makeup came at 10. So all the bridesmaids came to my room. We had a one bedroom DVC rental in Bay Lake Tower. And my parents' room was right next door. So the guys got ready in that room. So it was super easy. So they came over at 10. We started hair and makeup. The guys went into their room probably around 1230. We ordered food. We had champagne and everything, waters, everything that you need. And then the photographer and the videographer came around three. We did add on an extra hour to both of them just so we would get some dancing photos and video in there. So they came at three and then they started taking like getting ready photos. One photographer was in my room. The other photographer was in my parents' room. And they were taking pictures and videos. And then we did our first look downstairs by the fountain at Bay Lake. So we did our first look there at around 4.30, 4.45-ish. Because we knew that we wanted to take the monorail over to the Grand. So we knew we had to like coordinate enough time to get over to the Grand by 6 So we wanted to be on the monorail by like five-ish. So we got on the monorail around five. But what we didn't realize was that day (laughs) there was a Mickey's Very Merry Christmas party. So the monorails were like packed. None of us were in the same car. Sal and I were in the same car with my maid of honor and my parents and my cousin. Yeah, random people were just like all together. His poor sister got stuck with four kids and each stop it would empty out more and more. So we actually got a couple of good pictures on the monorail, which was awesome because we were not expecting to get any good pictures. And one of the best pictures that Stephanie had sent us was on the monorail. And then we got over to the Grand around six o'clock. We did photos in front of the big chandelier upstairs. From six till probably about seven, we did photos there. We took a couple in front of Enchanted Rose because I'm a huge Beauty and the Beast fan, as you tell by the the bell gown. Some photos on the staircase heading downstairs. Yeah, and then we had a lot of transportation because there was a lot of people. So we had two large buses for our guests a van for the vendors. And then we did like a smaller bus that holds like 25 people for just the wedding party. So we all took that over to the wedding pavilion. Everybody was already there. The ceremony started probably, I think it started a little late, actually. I'd say it started probably around 740 and it was supposed to start at 730. But Disney was so good at like organizing everybody because we were supposed to do a rehearsal the day before. But because they bumped up our dessert party last minute, we couldn't do the rehearsal anymore, which we were perfectly fine with. 
So, but they were so good at coordinating us, coordinating everybody walking down the aisle and everything. And my main concern, because you hear that a lot of times the bride and the groom miss most of cocktail hour. They don't get to Italy until the fireworks already start. So I really wanted to get there with enough time to try some of the food because we had the best food at our cocktail hour. So the ceremony was quick. It was maybe 10 minutes. I'd say like 15 minutes. So quick. It was so, so quick. So easy. And then we took a couple of pictures inside the wedding pavilion. Picture point. Yeah. Then they took us out to picture point. And then right after picture point, we got in the bus, the whole bridal party, and we went backstage and we got over to Italy. We were the first bus there before everybody. And we got there like right at maybe like 8.15. Yeah. It's a few minutes before the fireworks started. It was like perfect. Disney was so amazing. They made us each a plate of everything so that we could try it. And then we started to like go around mingling. And then the fireworks went off at nine. And then probably right after the fireworks ended, we watched the fireworks on the bridge because they took pictures and videos of us. But we were still able to say hi to almost everybody. Yeah, we had we had got there with enough time uh, to walk around and, and mingle with our guests, take pictures with our guests, and, and really appreciate the cocktail hour. It wasn't like we got there and we had to hurry up and do anything. And that's kind of how the whole feel of the day for us was. And it's something we were worried about because the timelines are so tight. We were very worried that it was going to be got to go, got to move here, got to go there. But it definitely didn't feel like that. No, not at all. And then after the fireworks, right before everybody went into America, they walked me, Sal, and his two kids over to see the room before everybody else. So they opened the door and right as you walked in was our cake. And our cake was gorgeous. I was I was obsessed with our cake. And then we got to kind of look around at everything in the room, the tables, the sweetheart table. We could see the photo booth. We could see where the DJ was. We could literally see everything. And then they took us into this little room off to the side that I never knew existed inside America. It was so cool. It was like one of those. It was like a mini office. You kind of feel like it's like a hideaway for like, you have that American feel naturally. So it's like a hideaway for like a president. Yeah. Small room with like a, like a small desk and just two chairs. Yes. It was so cool. It was so, so cool. And I, so I did a dress change. So I changed in there. And like when the kids were tired, the kids went in there and they laid down. So that was good too. And we were able to keep like our bags and everything in there. Like if we wanted to change shoes. So it was perfect. So we kind of stood in there until everybody got in and got seated. And then they started introducing us. We did our first dance, right? And then I did father-daughter dance. Mother-son dance. Yeah. Uh, we did a couple of speeches. So made of honor. Uh, my best man was my oldest son. So we had asked my father to make a speech. Stephanie's father made a speech. And then Stephanie and I kind of thanked everyone before we uh, we had the buffet open. Yeah. And then they did table by table. So 
Sal and I are both in the industry and we were very, we were opposed to buffet at first. We, we did not want to do buffet. The planner was saying, listen, like, I know you don't want to do it, but it's a, it's, it's a lot easier. We, I was worried because I didn't want to have a million, like I knew we were going to have a large headcount and I didn't want a million people waiting for food, but she like explained it to us and how they do everything how they do it table by table and it goes very quickly and it doesn't feel like people are waiting. It doesn't feel like people don't get fed and it literally, it went so quick. Yeah. I think I definitely think all the guests were, were served certainly within an hour. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, everyone was ready to, to ready to go at that point. And again, we, we come from the industry. So our, our biggest concern was like Stephanie mentioned, just, a line of people standing up there with like a plate or not enough food being in the, in the chafing dishes or on the buffet line. And it was the complete opposite. It went so smooth, so quickly. People, people went up for seconds and I thought they were only going up for their firsts. And it was, I'm so happy we ended up doing, doing the buffet. Yeah, me too. It made things so much easier. If we would have done plated, it would have been so hard, so confusing. We would have had to do like a, a specific seating chart and it was just so much easier to do buffet. I 10 out of 10 recommend buffet. You get more choices. You don't have to choose. Cause we had a lot of, we had a lot of veg, not vegetarians, but a lot of people that don't eat meat, but they'll eat fish. So with the buffet, it allowed us to have a meat, a fish and a chicken. Whereas, you know, I don't think it would have been. Yeah. So what we didn't know uh, was if you want your guests to choose table side, they have event, it's twice as much. And the other option we were going to go with was the duo. And it was, it was nearly three times the amount per person compared to the buffet. So it's definitely the the less expensive option, but I think it was better. Yeah, me too. I thought it was way better. That's awesome. So the last early bus was midnight. And then the last, last bus was 1.30. So the wedding went until 1.30. And then the buses took everybody back to either the grand or the other three hotels that we use from the room block. So that was something else that we were a little bit worried about. We were nervous that they weren't going to bring everyone back to those hotels, but they made sure that everybody got back to the hotel that they needed to and that everybody was on the correct bus. They were, Disney was very organized. Extremely. It was, yes. That's fantastic. So when you guys were planning, what were some of the most important aspects of the event where you focused your attention and your budget? You mentioned food and then the party aspect with the DJ. Yeah, certainly uh, the the food and the uh, the DJ. Uh, we did opt for the premium bar package as well. Um, like I said, we we are energetic people, and I, I don't want to lie and say we're not drinkers, but we definitely enjoy our adult beverages. So I, I wanted that, that premium feel for, for the guests. Um, but you know, everyone, everyone kind of starts with planning the Disney wedding by saying, where do I start? And, uh, I don't even know anyone that had a Disney wedding. So I had no idea where to, where to start or how anything worked. And with your lovely book, it was just, it was just great because the two of us would kind of look at each other and say, all right, so we're 18 months out. Where where should we be? Are we in a good spot? And we would just go right to the checklist and say, okay, we did this, we did this, we did this. So we're in a good spot. And then six months would go by and maybe 12 months out. And we would do the same thing. And 
we never really felt like an, oh my God, we, we fell behind and we always felt like everything was very smooth and an easy transition into, into the day of event. Yeah. I'm a planner. I work in events. So I want to make sure that everything like goes perfectly. So I started getting ideas and planning things and buying things probably like two years out just because I knew what I wanted to get the bridesmaids. I knew what I wanted to, to keep things organized. And I am like technologically so bad. So I write everything down and I am still to this day, I will forever say that writing things down is better than technology because you can never trust technology. <laughs> We're big planners. And I'm the opposite. I do everything technology and I, I made a really cool timeline on an Excel sheet and I tracked our RSVPs on, on an Excel doc. So um, it was kind of like the, the best of both worlds, a little bit more manual uh, from Steph, uh, from Stephanie's side, and definitely a little bit more technology from, from my aspect. For sure. That's great. Were there any aspects that were less important where you saved your money or just your effort? Floral, for sure. Like I said, with the American Rotunda, you don't really need much floral. Same thing with the wedding pavilion. The wedding pavilion is gorgeous on our own. The only thing that we really did there was... The petals on the aisle. Yeah, and we did like a big floral kind of bouquet along the where the ceremony was and some candles. Other than that, we we knew that the ceremony was going to be quick and we weren't going to spend as much time in there. We knew that the important part for us was to get photos on the monorail, to do our first look at the contemporary. We wanted to get as many photos in different places as possible because I didn't want to have one photo be the same. So I thought it would be super cool if we like incorporated all these different aspects into the wedding. So the monorail, the doing the first look at the contemporary instead of the grand, then also doing pictures at the grand, doing pictures at the Enchanted Rose, getting pictures at the wedding pavilion, picture point, Italy, and then the American Rotunda. There's just so many different places to get photos. That was my that was my main concern yeah and even going a step further with the park shoot we opted to do epcot again so we would have different different backgrounds for pictures so we started in france and we took pictures by the fountain by ratatouille which was stunning and then we went over to morocco and finished over at morocco just so we could have a, a lot of different backgrounds and a lot of extra uh, a lot of different picture opportunities yeah but i'd say that floral probably wasn't as important i mean you really can't say that the core because we did we upgraded the the chairs and oh yeah we did do that we upgraded the chairs because i didn't want those blue and gold chairs i didn't want them and we up we upgraded the lemon yeah we did like a beauty and the beast theme so the the guys were all in navy suits the bridesmaids were gold and then we did like navy linens and we did all centerpieces that were based off of Beauty and the Beast. Got it. Okay. So what ended up being each of your favorite memories of the wedding day? Monorail for me. Has to be the monorail for me. It was the coolest. Honestly, it was the coolest experience just to walk through so many places in a wedding dress. It was just like, when do you walk into Disney World in a wedding dress or like formal wear? Like, it never happens. 
that was probably the coolest thing ever for me. <laughs> you know what? I could I could honestly agree with that too. Just you walk around and it's always exciting to see a bride and when the focus is on you, it's it's definitely cool. When we walked into uh, Epcot through backstage, it was like people just turn and naturally look and they start like clapping and applauding and everyone's taking pictures. And we all joked and said Stephanie had her princess moment and she was officially a Disney princess that night. <laughs> Did anything go wrong or just not turn out like you expected? Not really. I think the only thing was just just the monorail being as packed as it was. Because I thought for sure, like, taking the monorail at like five o'clock, I didn't think that it would be busy at all. And it was like, it, we waited on a very long line to get on the monorail. And then to get in the monorail, it was packed. Other than that, I really honestly can say that nothing went wrong that day. Yeah, everything was 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 perfect. But I think that we left a good amount of time between the moves that we wanted and thankfully we had Catherine Martell to help out and make sure oh, yeah, that sure. things that we wanted in, in rooms and, and uh, set table side were all handled for us. So that was a huge, huge help. Yeah. That's great. Now, was there anything that seemed like a big deal beforehand or you were worried about and then it turned out not to be a big deal? The timeline. The timeline I was most worried about. I was so petrified that we were going to miss our entire wedding. I, I thought that we were going to be stuck doing pictures or traveling or not being able to like live in the moment. And I have to say that we were able to, to do it all. We were able to spend time with our family, our friends. We got to hang out with everybody at the wedding. When we did an engagement party, we had just as many people. And I, I can say that we did not, we didn't even get to hang out with each and every person the way that we did at our wedding. And there was more to the wedding than the engagement party. It was, it was crazy. I would say that just the timeline for me. Great. Okay. Now, is there anything you would have done differently knowing what you know now? I honestly wouldn't, would not have done anything different. I, I think that not knowing exactly what Stephanie's vision was and then kind of learning about it over the course of two years and then living it, I, I feel like everything that she explained and talked about happened on that day. We felt very special that whole day. The entire Disney team, everybody was just congratulating us throughout. They make you feel they make you feel like a VIP that day. And that was definitely something that I I was looking forward to and just getting that that acknowledgement from people and, and, and that special feeling. But the food, the music, the photographer, the videographer, how they worked with us, everything was exceptional. I, I I'm extremely happy with the outcome. Yeah. Do you have any other tips or advice for future Disney couples? Yeah, I would say start planning very far in advance. Get an idea of what you want to do, what you want to include, who you want to be included in everything. Start talking to vendors as soon as you get your date because they will book up so quick. Use that your book helped us so much. The Facebook page helped us so much. It made things so much easier on us to kind of use it as a timeline to see where we needed to be, when we needed to be, what was included. Don't be afraid to ask your planner questions 
because I feel like a lot of people think that the planners don't communicate enough. I felt the complete opposite. I felt like our planner, every time we sent an email over to her, she responded. It may have taken a little while, so you definitely have to be patient. I understand that it's like, it's a very important day and you have a lot like riding on it and everything, but being patient and enjoying the time with your family and friends would be my biggest thing because you only get to do a Disney wedding once and the family that goes down there, they're going down there to support you and to do this experience with them. It's unforgettable and it's the most amazing feeling ever yeah definitely plan um and just going back to it i I feel like the only thing that we didn't really feel prepared for was our initial conversation with our planner we weren't really sure where like the direction of that first conversation so if i were to do anything different it'd probably be, be that yeah, it was it was overwhelming. It was very overwhelming when you start talking and you don't know everything there is to know about doing a Disney wedding. But again, our planner made things very easy for us. She was very communicative with us. Not pushy. She she let us kind of say this is what we we're looking for and if Disney was able to provide that or not. Other than that, yeah, I, I just think it's just plan, 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 plan. Yeah. (laughs) Well, Stephanie and Sal, I think you've offered a lot of great tips and advice for anyone who's interested in getting married or having a vow renewal at Walt Disney World. And I appreciate your taking the time. Yeah. Thank you so much for having us. We're excited to, to help other couples as well. Yeah, for sure. That's our show for today. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward, inviting you to join me again next week for another episode of the Disney Wedding Podcast. Past shows and tons of photos for each episode are available on my website, DisneyWeddingPodcast.com, or listen in your favorite podcast app. And for instant answers to all your Walt Disney World wedding questions, check out Carrie Hayward's Fairy Tale Weddings Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at FairyTaleWeddingsGuide.com. <laughs>